If you don't understand who you are and why you do what you do, and if you don't understand who your customer is and why they should be buying from you, then you have no business making a marketing plan. That was Khalil, and this is the Push Through Podcast. Welcome to the Push Through Podcast, where each week we tackle some of the most difficult areas of business as a shop owner, contractor, or manufacturer with some of the brightest and most forward-thinking minds in business development, marketing, entrepreneurship, and leadership. These are conversations designed to educate, inspire, and empower business owners and leaders to push through the barriers and thresholds they see before them. Join us for the ride at thepushthrough.com. That's the push, com, where you can find in-depth articles and show notes from each episode. Get ready for the push through and your host, Jeff Finney. Welcome back to the push through podcast and I'm your host, Jeff Finney. We are jumping into a three-part episode series about websites and marketing and I think that many owners are confused like I was about how to execute a great marketing plan and my hope is that these three episodes will help you lay a great plan out, like build a foundation that will work for you for years to come. So get ready for the push through as we join Khalil in part one of building a foundation for a marketing on a low budget. All right, Khalil, we are happy to have you with you with us here on the push through podcast. And we're going to start a three part series kind of around marketing and websites and the whole idea of creating a growth plan and so part one we're going to talk about building a foundation and and the title of this one is how to market on a low budget uh, part two we're going to create a growth plan and part three we're going to dive into inbound marketing so Khalil welcome to the program how are you doing I'm doing really well Jeff thanks for having me really really excited to be here so you, you've got a very unique last name and, and go ahead and lay that out for us so I don't mess it up for you yeah, so uh, even my first name can be a challenge for some people. It's Khalil, kind of like Khalil Mack plays for the Buffalo. Well, no, he plays for the Raiders. Um, but anyways, he uh, my last name is Benali Ulhaj. I'll do that one more time slow. Ben Ali Ulhaj. Uh, if you break it down every three letters, it's pretty easy. Ben means son. Ali, son of Ali. Ul is the one. And Pilgr- uh, Hajj is the pilgrimage. Uh, so my great-great-grandfather made the pilgrimage from Morocco across the Sahara Desert to Mecca uh, way back when. And wow. so that's that's where my last name comes from, Ben Ali Ul-Hajj. So the last name is, is a creation over several years or iterations, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, interesting. It's, a, it's, it's even an interesting name in, in Morocco. So it's it's uh it's difficult here but it's also difficult there <laughs> so you you have to get your you have to do this a lot <laughs> oh every day since i was five that's funny well yeah. well let's today we're gonna talk about kind of how to create a market on a low budget and this kind of stems from uh in my company needing to create some type of you know marketing plan or or you know an idea about marketing whereas you know my idea of marketing before I met you was, you know, sign in the yard of the job that we're doing that week or whatever, you know, or, you know, sign on the side of the trailer or, you know, that, that was more advertising, not marketing, but you know, that was my view of what marketing was. So, um, 
So how can shops, you know, similar to what myself used to be, how can you create an actual plan for marketing on a ultra low budget? And, and you know, where does, where does a small shop start basically? Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great thought. So first of all, with marketing, before you do anything, you've really got to open your mind. Um, you know, things in business stay pretty consistent. You know, accounting methods don't really change. Yeah, there's new softwares you can use, but the principles are all the same. Um, and same thing with finance, same thing with management. There's always, you know, some new theories that are coming around, but the basic principles are the same. And the same is true for marketing, but I think it has the most room for innovation out of the business uh, aspect. And um, if you're going to succeed in marketing, you've got to be willing to open up your mind and you've got to be willing to look at what's really out there and to learn. So if, you know, you're a small shop and you talked about, you know, having the sign outside of, uh, you know, the job that you're doing that week right. or maybe creating a Facebook page and your cousin's running it for you or even, you know, your nephew. Um, and then you try to create a, a website on GoDaddy and it's, you know, just got your phone number on there and you're hoping people call you. It, it's something, but it, it could actually hurt you more than, than do good for you. So, you know, really with all the clients that I work with, we have to start by building a foundation. Uh, because if we don't have that foundation, whenever something new comes up or there's an opportunity to do something or we want to grow and we don't have that foundation, we, we can't really move forward with, with good results and good progress. Um, so the, where I like to start with the foundation, uh, a lot of marketing people will tell you this, but you start with a persona. And a persona is a semi-real representation of your ideal customer. So they're not made, they're not exactly real, but they could fit everything to a T based on who they are, you know, what how much money they're making, where they live, you know, what size their company is, how many employees they have for a B2B business, for a B2C it's how much their salary is, how many children they have, mm -hmm. you know, where they spend their time. Um, but a lot of people start with their persona, but what they do is they, they actually don't know themselves. They don't know their company story. They don't know their personal story. They don't know about their products or services fully. Yeah, they have that stuff in their head, but they haven't put it on paper. And so they, they're not able to communicate that to their customers. So what I like to do is I actually like to start on building up your own company story and your, and the story of your products and services first. It's kind of like if you're, you know, in, in marketing, you've got to focus on your customers and it's a relationship that you're trying to build. And if I was going to go on a date with somebody and I, and I knew everything about them, but I didn't know anything about myself, yeah, maybe I'm able to reach out to them and, and, and get a date in the first place. But once we go on that date, if I don't know anything about myself, that, that person's not going to want to be in a relationship with me. Right. So got to know everything about my company and my products before I can go and know everything about my customers that I'm trying to target. So, so do you have a specific example on like a, like on a, company story that's a little hard to grasp if you've never been through the process of, of actually having to write that down or whatever but what what's kind of the process of building your cabinet story or your backstory yeah well you know we we all know our stories it's just a matter of actually getting it out there so right. really just going through a questionnaire or you know several different questions that help you to realize what that story is um I mean, stories are the most powerful way that we connect with people. And whenever we know our story, we know our why. And our why is what really helps us to connect with our customers. Because 
once people know our why, they don't have to know what we're selling. They know why we're doing it. They just understand it with their gut. Um, and so the way that I like to do that is I take clients through a, a long questionnaire. It's probably got like 25 questions on it and they're pretty deep. Uh, but that really helps us to understand, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. And when people understand why they, you do what you do, that's when they really want to buy from you. Right. So, uh, and the company question, you know, company story questions, this can be things like, you know, what is your personal story as a business owner? Uh, that's a great place to start because usually it's the personal story that gets the business going. Uh, but then asking them why they do what they do, what inspires them. Maybe there's a certain moment that shaped their life that helped them to start their business. Um, you know, why, why do they get up in the morning? And then even looking at what their influences are, maybe there was a, a, a person in their life that influenced them to be who they are today. So when they look up to, uh, maybe there's some really difficult things that they've been through in their life that helped them to get to this point and, you know, built that character in them. Um, maybe there were some frustrations that they had, uh, maybe in a previous job or a previous company that helped them to say, hey, I'm going to do things differently. Right. Um, so just understanding what their purpose is and what their goals are really helps them to understand themselves as a company and where they need to be going with who they're targeting. Right. So then you, you kind of take the company story um, and once you really figure that out you start delving into the specific products or the services from there yeah because you know I mean some companies yeah they only have one product but for a, a lot of companies they got a, a different product offering you know they do a, a range of things or a range of services and it's important to understand that just like your company has a story each and every single one of those products and services has a story and that needs to be shared with whoever's going to be buying that product. Um, so we have to understand, okay, why does this product or service exist? And why do we offer it? Mm -hmm. You know, why, why is it out there? And how can we communicate to that, that to people? Uh, and once people can clearly understand why that product exists and why you're offering it, it doesn't matter what the benefits or the technical specifications are. They just want to know the purpose and the meaning of it and how it, it is attached to your company's story and the values that you have. Right. So, you know, some, some questions you can ask are, you know, why do customers need this product? Why do they want it? Uh, why, why should they choose this product over the, the product that other uh, competitors are offering? And how does, then you can get into some of the benefits. How does it benefit our customers? How does it fall in line with our values as a company? How does this product or service uh, work? How is it delivered? Um, yeah, other speaking, one. you know, speaking from personal experience on all that, you know, when the, the company story and really focusing in about this kind of almost like your products story, you know, the individual products, um, going through that myself, I, I mean, I got to be honest at first when I went through that process, it was just kind of like, what, what am I doing this for? It just seems kind of like frilly nonsense, you know, but then once you get into it and you actually do it, my experience with it was, is like, it really focused me into like, Oh, this is what we do, or this is what we're about. And, you know, and then when we actually got to creating the actual persona, that's when I was in it. You know, by that time I was in it, I was, I was all about it. And the persona, I understood why we were doing it at that point, you know, um, right. at first it didn't make sense because I didn't understand. <clears throat> I didn't understand why I didn't understand that we were building a foundation, but now right. And, and but now looking back, you know that's exactly what you're doing. You're building a foundation for your your upcoming 
uh, growth plan, marketing plan, you know, you're, you're creating that foundation for it. Right. I mean, we forget as business owners that we know our company and our products or services like the back of our hand. But just because we know that doesn't mean that our employees know it, doesn't mean that our potential customers know it, doesn't mean that our clients know it. And as soon as you're able to get all of these things wrapped up, put onto paper, clearly understood, and your customers know these things, they're going to be able to refer you based on a story, not just based on, oh, it has great benefits. They're going to say, oh my gosh, they have the most incredible story. Or the reason this product exists is it blew my mind. Like this is how it was made. Man, I mean, this is why I'm going with them. Right. That, that creates a, those stories connect with people and they allow them to really move you forward as a company because they want to buy your story, not just your product, not just your company. Right. So, um, so what is, how does, you know, how does that persona tie into that? Like how do the, you know, do, is this something that like persona, is that something that just most big companies do? Or, I mean, is that something you think everybody, every company should do? Well, any, any and every company needs to do it. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people don't. They, they think marketing is just putting a sign up or you know, creating a, a Facebook post or something on Instagram. And the reality is that you have to really understand who you're trying to reach. And once you understand the exact person you're trying to reach, you're going to know where, they're, where they will go to get information. You're going to know what make what frustrates them, what their goals are, what challenges they're having, and you're going to be able to tailor every single message you send out to what that person thinks, feels, sees, and experiences on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, there's several great examples of personas, and I'll, I'll try to come up with a, a good one for you. So, sure. um, I know that this probably isn't for the guys out there, but you might be familiar with the the brand Lululemon. Um, and they make, you know, the yoga workout attire for women. They also have some athletic clothes for, for men, but, uh, they, they quickly became the leader in their, in, in their industry for athletic leisure wear. And that's because they focused on their personas very clearly. And, um, their personas are Duke and ocean. So ocean is 32 years old. Uh, she makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year. She's engaged but not married. She wants to be able to go to the gym and then be able to have brunch with her friends right afterwards. And so you already can see an idea of, wow, okay, I, I know who Ocean is. Like I can see that person. Right. I've seen her whenever I went out to the restaurant or I, I see her around town. And they build everything from their commercials to the way they do their stores, their location of their stores, everything around Ocean. So you're not going to find Lululemon in the mall. In fact, they they're only going to find them in a standalone store that's actually in like a more of a classy shopping area. Lululemon makes over hundred thousand dollars a year, right? Right. And then their their clothes they're not cheap. They're pretty expensive, but Ocean can afford them, so they're not worrying about price. And then um, you know the the way that they do their marketing, Ocean is uh, is seen in all of the advertisements. And the, the great thing about this for Lululemon is they understand that by using this persona, yeah, they're going to reach the oceans of the world out there that fit this description perfectly. But for the girls that are younger, who do they want to be when they grow up? They, right. they, want, to, they want to be ocean. 
And so they're going to want to buy the clothes that Ocean wears because that's going to help them think I'm going to be there one day. And for the, for the ladies that are older than Ocean, they're going to wish they had that time back. And so they're going to be buying the same clothes that Ocean wears to feel young, to feel like they are, they have that time back and they're living the life they want to live. Uh, and they do it the same thing for, for Duke. Duke is the man he's engaged, but not married. Also, he's a little bit older than Ocean. He makes more than Ocean. Uh, he wants to be able to, to go to work and play tennis afterwards. You know, he surfs in the summer and, and snowboards in the winter and, because you see Duke makes a little bit more than Ocean, even in Lululemon's pr- clothing prices, the men's clothing is always more expensive than the, the women's. I see. And so it, 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 whenever you build this foundation of the persona, it's not just going to change your marketing. It's going to change everything about how you approach your business and the products that you offer to your clients. Right. So with the persona, um, you know, it's really important that you understand, okay, one, are we doing a B2B business or a B2C business? And um, that that's important because it's there's different challenges that a, a business owner has than a cu- consumer has. So maybe for these cabinet shop, uh, these cabinet shops out there, if they're targeting you know residential, then they're going to want to focus on who the homeowners are, or maybe it's a builder. Uh, if they're targeting more of the commercial side or you know multifamily home. Uh, uh, they're going to want to really focus on that that B two B because it's going to be mass orders. They're going to know the challenges of those uh, those developers that are out there. So, what I encourage them to do is really think about okay, who is this persona? And a lot of times, it can even be yourself because usually most people get in business because they're scratching their own itch. So, right. if that's you, then think about who who you were maybe now or, or five years ago or 10 years ago and, and why you got into business and who that customer is. Cause it's probably yourself. If not, I encourage you to look at who your best clients are right now. Um, who, who do you really love to work with? Uh, and then go from there and, and maybe have them in mind as you're building this persona, but you want to give them a name. Um, then you, you also want to know, you know, their gender, obviously how much they're making annually, you know, are, are they married? Do they have kids? You know, are they single? Those are, those are important for some, uh, for some business owners. What kind of truck do they drive? Right. Uh, uh, what, or do they, are they renting or they, do they own their home? What, what do they do in their spare time? Who are the people they look up to? What's their educational background? Where do they get their information? Are they on Google or are they on Facebook? Are they reading books? Or are they on certain news channels or magazines? What are the kind of TV shows they watch? Do they have a lot of friends or are they, you know, they kind of just keep things with their family? What makes them happy? What are their strengths, their weaknesses? There's, there's almost a never ending list of questions that you can go through, uh, to really figure out who this person is and how I can reach them. Uh, then so once do you, you think have, that the, you think the specificity of that is, is kind of what makes the persona so powerful in your marketing plan? Um, just being very specific about who that ideal kind of customer is. Yeah, and it's it's important that you don't just make one of these personas. If you've only got one product, sure, th- that might be able to work. But you've got to have a, a couple of different ones at least. And I would say usually at least one for each product or service that you offer. And when you get that specific, you're able to really relate with them. And whenever you make an advertisement, whenever you're dealing with customer service calls, whenever you are you know, filling out a quote or an order, you're able to relate specifically to how this person wants the information. You know, 
someone, uh, the way that you may send a quote out to somebody, you know, maybe it's okay to just send a PDF. Maybe some, per, some, you know, some personas, they want a, a phone call when you send that quote, uh, just so that they know it's there because they don't check their email often. Right. right? If, if you know that about your persona, then you're going to be able to do implement that process into your sales process so that you're actually making your persona delighted, your customers delighted, and you're meeting what they want out of a business. Right. Well, that's that was kind of the, for me, that was, by the time we got to the persona part of it, I was already bought into the process of, of why this matters. But it was, um, it was surprising for me to find out how specific we needed to get about the persona. But just the fact that it's there now, um, it gives us something to refer back to. It's like, oh, oh, remember this, this is who we're selling to, you know, this is our, this is our person that we're selling to, and this is why we're doing this. And it, it just gives you kind of a benchmark to, uh, to go from when you're having these meetings about your products or thinking about making changes, you can just kind of see how it ties back to your persona and see what your persona would think about it. Right. I mean, once you know these things, you're able to put yourself in the persona's shoes and that's what's most helpful. Uh, and then, it, yeah, it is important to look back at that. Maybe you're talking to customers and, uh, you're thinking, man, they actually don't fit our persona. Well, let's take a step back is, do we need to create a new persona because we actually want this customer or man, this customer that we're talking to does not fit, match our persona and they're probably going to cause us a lot of headaches or they may not be paying on time or they're, they're going to just cause frustration for our business because they're not that persona that we're trying to target. So it helps you to be cautious in those uh, those conversations. We've all had those clients that have been more of a headache that we would rather just not get the money from them that we got to just save ourselves the headache and be able to focus on the customers we enjoy working with. Right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, that, the persona will really help you to make those decisions, not only about marketing, but even sales and how you plan your business going forward. Right. Well, this is, I mean, this is, the great part about, you know, the process. And that's why we wanted to kind of bust this up into three parts because the building, the foundation is probably the part, and I know, and at least in my operation, it was the part that was completely missed in previous attempts to do any kind of marketing. You know, we never really backed it up and got down to the root of how to, how to start a marketing plan. And, and I think this is good information here on how to just build a foundation proper. Um, so, from here, you know, we've, we've got our persona, we've, we've looked at our company story and, and built our stories for our products and services. So moving on from there, part two and part three, uh, part two is going to be creating a growth plan and part three is inbound marketing. Can you expand a little bit on those and then we'll get into those into coming episodes? Yeah, absolutely. So really the part three is where people are probably going to be most excited and that's what they're thinking about right now. Oh, I need to do marketing. I need to you know, start creating content. I need to get onto social media. I need to maybe make start making videos or um, you know creating case studies, all those things. And I, I know that it's difficult, but just be patient. Really build that foundation. Uh, build upon the rock, you know, and have have a solid foundation. Don't build upon sand so that it just washes out whenever the storm comes. Right. And, and once you have had that patience with these personas and this company story, uh, the product, it's still you still have another step of creating a growth plan and really mapping out, okay, what do we really want to accomplish? Do we really want to go viral? Because that could actually destroy our business. 
do we really want to get you know 20 new customers a month because we actually can't handle that and it's going to require us to grow too quick too fast um so really creating that growth plan and saying okay what do we really want what are our priorities and how can we you know capitalize on some quick wins because yeah. a lot of times if you don't start with a plan you're going to skip over a lot of things uh that you could be doing really quickly to excel your marketing and your sales sure. uh, so that's what the growth plan is about just being very precise understanding what you want and how you're going to do it and what's going to help you to get there now the inbound marketing is um something that all of us are doing these days as a buyer as a customer we we experience inbound marketing all around us but a lot of people aren't very familiar with it and it's just really the creation of content and being an influencer in your industry uh to really help people as they research before they buy and we'll get it we'll get deeper into that but it's really exciting and it's uh it's a really affordable way for a lot of companies to have an effective marketing strategy and to really delight their customers. So uh, really excited to talk about that one. I definitely agree. So, so give us, give us kind of one thing that we can fall back on um, for, for building a foundation, like bringing it back to this episode. What um, you know, we've talked about the steps to kind of building a foundation. What's kind of the one thing that are, you know, we can start with uh, before we jump into the other segments. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I would say the one thing is, if you don't understand who you are and why you do what you do, and if you don't understand who your customer is and why they should be buying from you, then you have no business making a marketing plan. That's where you should be starting and give all of your energy and attention to that if you're going to try to move forward and grow your business. Great advice. Well, Khalil, it's uh, been been great talking to you, man. I'm looking forward to the next two episodes uh, talking about this because I'm, I'm – very passionate about this subject and it's uh, I'm still learning so much about it from you and, and reading and everything else. Uh, but let's jump into the quick cuts. Uh, five quick questions about you so our listeners can know more about you. Uh, give us your best advice or quote you go by. Yeah, I mean, I've got several, um, but I really love the quote, you do not have because you do not ask, it comes out of uh, James in the Bible. And uh, it's so true, not only with uh, in regards to faith, but just in life, there's so many things that we have that are right in front of us, but we're too scared to actually go out and, and ask about. Um, maybe that's asking for referrals. Maybe that's asking for help. Maybe that's asking for you know a lunch appointment, whatever it is that will help us to excel. Uh, we've we've got to be willing to ask. And a lot of times we don't have just because we're not willing to muster up the courage just to ask. And it's okay to be denied. Um, but it's it's whenever you are not denied that you really see oh my gosh why why didn't I just ask in the first place, you know I I, I spent all this time worrying about how difficult it was going to be to ask the question, but right. and, and you need to ask right. So I like your kind of your mantra there. Well, let's just call them. You know you've, <laughs> you've said that several times during our conversations. Well, let's just call them, and that's uh, uh, kind of right along the same lines right there. So I, I like that quote. Yeah, uh, give me a personal habit or a trait that makes you more successful or better? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love to learn and that's, I think that's pretty cliche to say. I, I know that a lot of people out there love to learn and it's great. If, if you're a learner, you're going to go places. But uh, I think the biggest thing for me is I really love to trade up. Uh, the idea of trading up is, is being intentional with what you're doing rather than just letting things happen accidentally. So um, really probably the famous, uh, 
analogy here is you've got a Twinkie and an apple. And you know the, you know, the Twinkie is chemically produced. It's not even real food, but it looks so delicious. And then you've also got the apple, which is natural. It's, it's good for you. An apple a day takes the doctor away. Mm-hmm. Make the decisions, the small little decisions every day to just trade up, to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on the Twinkie and I'm going to grab the apple. And it's not just with health, but it's in everything. You know, I'm, I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm not going to just sit on my phone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and I'm going to actually work on my business rather than just working the nine to five in my business. Uh, whatever that is, trading up. And yeah, there's every day I'm failing at trading up, but there's always something I can improve on to trade up and choose what's right and be intentional about what I'm doing. Sure. That's a, that's a great habit. Uh, kind of one of those compound effect habits. Exactly. Exactly. So normally at this point, I would ask somebody what the future of like cabinetry or, or our business looks like, but kind of give us more of a future of marketing. What's, what's kind of the future of marketing look like? I'm glad you asked that instead of the future of cabinetry. Right? I just wouldn't know. <laughs> um, now, marketing, I mean, I think every marketing person will tell you that the future is video and everything's moving towards video. And that's going to be exciting to see how that plays out. It's also going to be really difficult for the small businesses out there just because video is definitely a, a pricier thing for marketing. Uh, but really, I think something that, that the future is going to have is referrals. I mean, that's something that's been word of mouth is always the best marketing. But I think the people that are focusing on the referrals rather than on the other side of, uh, you know, getting big billboards out there, or huge commercials on TV and the Super Bowl. I think if you're focused on referrals, you know, that's what's going to be the future for small businesses specifically, because they won't be able to compete with video for, for a while at least. Um, and so really focusing on your customers that you have now and delighting them and, and really giving them what the big corporations can't and getting referrals from those people, um, that's going to be the future of marketing for a lot of people. And you've got to have some things in the background to help with that. Um, but re- referrals is where I see it. Great. So uh, give us a, a resource, an app, or anything that makes your life easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, any application that can do less for you or make less for you. Right. Uh, I mean – the less apps you have, the better. If you can get rid of, if you can get rid of stuff on your plate, on your phone, on your computer, in your in your uh, processes, do it. Just get rid of things. But I mean, what what has helped me with that for several years now is Google Drive, and I always recommend it to my clients. And if I can get my clients onto Google Drive, it's one less app for me because I just hate dealing with you know more apps. documents, Excel sheets, all those things. It's just, it's all over the place. So Google Drive has really helped me to condense that. And I know that's a pretty cheesy one because everyone can use it and a lot of people are on it. But uh, Google Drive is what I would say makes me so much better. I don't know what I'd do without it. Super powerful. Super powerful. Yeah. Uh, Last one here, Khalil. What's What's a book you consider to be your favorite or your current favorite? Yeah. Well, I've got, I guess, three opportunities to give you books. There you go. Based on the topic that we talked about, I would definitely say start with why. If you're, you know, struggling with your story or understanding the power of of stories for your business, and you think, man, I'm small. It doesn't matter what my story is. I just need to go out there and sell. I encourage you to read "Start with Why" by Simon Sinek. Um, it's it'll change every aspect of your life. And uh, if you begin every day with why you do what you do, it it just changes your perception on life. So definitely recommend that book. 
I agree. And I, I'm, I'm about halfway through that book right now and I'm, I'm really loving that book, but I, I've also listened to the Ted talk that he's done and some of his videos and, um, man, it's, it's such a different, unique way of thinking, even though we, we see it every day in our lives, you know, people all the time pay more for a product or whatever, um, or, or happily own a product that they may not normally buy just because it's got a great why attached to it. Um, and you don't really pay attention to that or notice it that much. And then when you listen to that Ted talk of his, it's like, wow, that's, there's a reason behind that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He's brilliant. He is for sure. So, um, well, Clint, again, thanks for thanks for taking the time out of your day. I know you're busy, and we, we really appreciate you sharing this with us, and especially across three episodes. Um, how, how can our listeners connect with you directly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can go to my website, Benali Marketing, uh, B-E-N-A-L-I marketing.com. Um, my email is Khalil at my last name.com, which is, a I mean, a really difficult one, I know, but it's B-E-N-A-L-I O-U-L-H-A-J.com. Uh, I'm sure you'll put that in the show notes for click, them. Click it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I think uh, for, for your listeners out there too, if they, if they want to get deeper into this uh, building a foundation of, you know, what are some company story questions that I can be asking myself and things about my product and services and how can I further develop my persona? Um, if they want to I'll, I'll shoot you a link, Jeff, and if you'll put that in the show notes, they can go to my website and download uh, some documents for free that'll help them do that. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Cleo, thanks for joining us. Can't wait to have you on again for part two and part three of this series. Uh, it's going to be great. So until next time, we'll see you, Khalil. Thanks. All right. Thanks. See ya. Right, bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Push Through Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and visit thepushthrough.com. That's thepushthru.com for exclusive content, articles, and more.